Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Kaylin McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between, I give you a plethora of options, different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Any Way You Want It. Um, I am hmm, just feeling uh, so grateful and so grounded to welcome my friend, one of my besties in LA, Paige Wilhide, to the show. Hi, Hi, Paige. Oh my gosh. It, you are exactly what I needed today. So I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, um, I want to also say to my listeners, um, for those of you who have been with me since the beginning, you pro- you might recognize Paige from the trailer. Okay. If you go that far back, Paige interviewed me for my trailer uh, for this show. And then uh, we also did a an episode around Valentine's Day talking about relationships and um, yeah, all the beautiful things about Valentine's Day uh, with our friend Evan. So if you haven't heard the those episodes go back uh, after you listen to this and uh, listen to more page goodness. Um, <laughs> you know, I I told people I'm like the, you would be on the show multiple times. I just didn't know in what form. Yeah. So now here we are. Here uh, we are in a whole <laughs> different form than we were previously. Yeah. Well, and for those of you who uh, don't yet know Paige and her work, I'll just give you the the quick rundown. Um, So Paige is a breakup coach and she helps people transition powerfully out of relationships with others and into relationships with themselves. And she is on a mission to help people look at their breakups, not as failures, but as opportunities for growth. Hmm. And Paige is just a complete ray of sunshine and sparkle and exuberance and creativity and with a little bit of mischief thrown in there. So you can imagine based on all of that, why we're such good friends. (laughs) (laughs) Our shadows like to play. (laughs) They really, really do. (laughs) Um, And so to just set, uh, well, how does it feel to be back Paige? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, I, you know, I remember last time when we recorded, I was in Key West. And I was just like in a whole different place in my life. And I just, I feel like I've, I've just dropped a whole bunch of layers since then. So I'm really curious about what is, what's going to emerge today. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Well, and this is really just like 
you know, we have conversations like this all the time. And the difference with this one today is that it's being recorded. But um, this is just going to be, yeah, a normal conversation that we would that we would likely have anyways. Um, yeah. So I can't just wait get to a see peek what... into our, our sisterhood conversations. Exactly. Um, well, all right. So to set the stage for why Paige is here, uh, I just mentioned she's a breakup coach, right? And she's going through a breakup right now, y'all. <laughs> the irony <laughs> the irony right it's just it's amazing and and it amazing doesn't even that's not like that just doesn't capture what it is uh for me to watch you go through this has just been um it has just pulled at the strings of my heart each and every day that I talk to you about this and I get to be witness to the process that you're going through. And, um, and so that's really y'all, that's why I wanted to have Paige here today is because I think um, there is so much gold that we can get from a breakup and I want to slow down and really um, get the gold from this one. I know I'm going to learn something and I hope that you all uh, learn something as well in the process. So I think what we're going to do is like sort of do a little backwards uh, look at, you know, where this relationship came from, what it was and sort of some of the learnings. And then we'll transition and talk about, you know, the breakup and sort of what, what Paige is learning and how she's growing and, and all of that good stuff. Um, so yeah. So where should we, let's see, where should we start? Let's just like ground people in how this relationship started. It's a fun story. Well, you know, if we're like really going there, um, (laughs) it started freshman year of high school. (laughs) (laughs) There was this guy that I had a crush on and he was this like really good looking musician who had come from another middle school. So it was like this new guy. Right. And all the women, all the girls in high school had a crush on him. Um, but nothing ever happened. Mm. We never dated. He dated one of my best friends and then we kind of lost touch. Yeah. Cut to COVID, uh, on my birthday, he went into a rabbit hole looking into like what I was up to these days (laughs) and booked an enrollment call or discovery call on my, on through my website. And he booked it under a different name. (laughs) So I didn't recognize the name, you know? So I'm getting on this discovery call thinking like, okay, like Jeff is here and whatever. And uh, when it flashed his name showing up in the waiting room, my entire body got activated. I got hot. I got palm sweaty. I was shaking. I was like, why is this guy from high school in my zoom waiting room right now. So I, uh, I let him in and we see each other on zoom and it was just like this instant heat. It was like Mm. this instant, whoa, (laughs) connection that I felt. Um, and Mm. I really, I'm in the practice of naming these things out loud. So I actually said that I was like, I feel a lot of sensation in my body. I have tingling. I'm, you know, I'm my, I'm sweaty, like naming these things to a guy who really didn't know me. Like we didn't, you know, we didn't really know each other that well. 
Yes. Um, okay. This is amazing. I want people to hear that, like this piece that you, from the very second that you started interacting, you just told the truth. Like it's incredibly vulnerable to say, whoa, I'm actually feeling a lot of heat and tingling in my body. That is so vulnerable. And you just went for it and told the truth, which is, you know, in this world, it's revolutionary. It it really is. Thank you for pointing that out. Because it's just part of my vocabulary now, right? It's like, oh yeah. This is what I do. This is not how it's going most of the time in the world. Right. Um, right. And, and it creates a sense of like, of disconnect, I think, because you're like, right. are they thinking, what are they thinking? Or should I be more into this? Or, you know, I even said to him, I was like, are you looking for coaching or you just want to connect? Because I really want to be clear as to what this conversation is about before we go any yeah. further. Oh my gosh. Once again, brilliant. Just in service of the truth. Yeah. I cannot say that I cannot nail this one enough. Okay. Continue. You know, it's as, as you're ta- as you are reflecting that I'm like, I'm just thinking our whole relationship was in service of the truth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> I really felt that. Yeah. And also, well, since we're in the, in, you know, we're naming, naming truths right now, I just want to say to all of your listeners, I'm very, very raw at the moment. I'm feeling so much tenderness and, um, and there will be a lot, I think there'll be a lot of tears coming up during this. So I'll safe port all of you. Um, I've got a lot, a lot of feelings going on today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for just letting all of us feel you. You're welcome. Yeah. So, okay. So you had this initial conversation. You got clear. This was not about him hiring you. (laughs) Correct. Correct. (laughs) Great. Um, And he had just gone through some uh, two breakups, like kind of back to back, two different, uh, relationships. So, um, it just kind of was interesting. That's just an interesting piece. (laughs) I don't, I don't know how related it is. You, you can all determine how related it is to this. Um, so anyway, from there, we started connecting in resonance. So also I just want to mention, this is a detail that's important is that we're on opposite coasts, right? (laughs) So he reached out to me thinking I was on the East coast, still in New York, and I'm actually in Los Angeles. Um, So he, and he's on the East coast. So Mm -hmm. during the pandemic, you know, we're kind of, we can't travel to each other, right? We can't like go see each other. So we had, we had to like adapt and um, we just started having these like FaceTime conversations that would, I was like, I'll get on for 20 minutes. And it ended up going for two hours mm-hmm. and we're going deep into, you know, into different, um, like 
we're just talking about transformation work and what we've learned from the pandemic and, and how we want to better ourselves and um, sharing about each other, sharing about our families and just going in like really deep with each other and, mm-hmm. and building a pretty connected virtual relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it happened at least my experience of it was that it it's like you were deeply committed to the truth, right. And to the energy of whatever was like wanting to move through the relationship. Mm-hmm. And neither one of you were attached to a particular form, right. It, totally. it was sort of like the pandemic, uh, it provided a container for this relationship in this specific form mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, to thrive and and i guess the thing that i'm present to as you're re-sharing this is um just the beauty of a container like that yeah right in any other circumstances right you might have been like well i don't know we're across the country so there's no way this is going to work out or this or that or the other thing but it was like this is what we have and from this how can we actually work with this mhm totally and it really provided a lot of freedom to play yeah we really got to play. Like we want, there was a night where we watched Hamilton together Mm -hmm. and there was a night where we had, he made me a playlist and we had a dance party together. And Mm -hmm. so there were like these really special moments of play where we could like be creative and be free within the constraints Mm -hmm. of a, of a COVID container. Totally. Well, and, um, it's, yeah, it just gets me so present to how much creativity can come out when you are working within, with inside of specific constraints. Yes. A hundred percent. And having a willing partner who's mm -hmm. also a yes, like he's a yes. And, you know, so Mm -hmm. he responds to my desire with yes. And, and then Mm -hmm. I respond with yes. And, and we build something magical together. Mm hmm. Oh, my gosh. I love that. What was one of your uh, favorite like virtual moments uh, during that time of like being virtual? I mean, oh, my God, there were so many. I'm trying to think if like there's one that stands out. It was really special watching Hamilton together. You know, we did one night, actually. We were both like, we were on the, on FaceTime. And then he was like, I need to go eat something. And I was like, I need to go eat something. And he's like, let's cook dinner together. And so we're like, so we sat the phone there and we're just each making our dinners simultaneously and talking. Oh and then God. we like sat and had dinner together. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten about that. That was really special. And that's, a, that, that also speaks to the yes and of that you know, mm-hmm. and, and what we, what we were able to really build. Mm, this is so beautiful. And, you know, obviously I think the title of this is going to be, um, a breakup coach goes through a breakup, some version of that. Right. Mm-hmm. But the, um, I, I just, there's so much gold in this for relationships. Um, yes. the, the power of yes. And, and how much 
that how much play that can bring out in a partner. A hundred percent. I mean, I I'm trained in in improv comedy, improv. right? So it's You're... like all related. <laughs> One of my favorite things. Yeah. Well, and that's relationship can be a game if you come from that mindset. Yeah. Right? If it's like oh, okay. My partner just made a suggestion. I don't really know what to do with that. Right. You could shut the conversation down and make it smaller. You could be like, okay, your idea. And maybe there's some considerations we want to take to make your idea happen. Yes. A hundred percent. Nobody wants to feel shut down. Mm-hmm. No is no is like, is a just a red of stop sign. No is a stop sign. Yeah. And you just, it just ends any kind of intimacy. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. it does. Um, okay. So let's fast forward. We could camp out in the lessons of the relationship, uh, for many, many, uh, many, many hours, moons. <laughs> yeah. many moons. Um, but let's fast forward a little bit to the in-person meeting. So you had been having this really hot, ever-evolving, long-distance relationship over time. Yeah, and then you reached a point where you were making plans to go to the East Coast. Tell us mm-hmm. what happened then. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it really, some things really shifted. So I, uh, as things were starting to open up, I had gotten the vaccine, he had gotten the vaccine and, um, my family lives on the East coast and, uh, my sister and I were planning on taking, you know, a trip there because we hadn't been home in a year and all of that. And, uh, I shared that with him and I was like, do you want to? meet up in person when I come, like, I would love to see you. And we started just kind of playing around with that idea and feeling into it. And, uh, we were both a yes, we Mm. were both a yes. And also it shifted the dynamic of the relationship because up until that point, right. We had been playing within a very constrained container right? It was like, this is what it is. We don't, we don't see a future. We don't see uh, anything else other than us being virtual, which was Mm -hmm. really fun and turned on. And then when it was like, we're actually going to see each other in real life. Mm. Um, it, it shifted things because you, we, I could no longer deny this like desire for more. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've really started feeling into what would be the next iteration of our relationship. What would that look like? And I think mm-hmm. he started feeling into that too. Um, and, you know, he, he would always say like, you're the girl in my phone, you're the girl in my phone. And then once it became clear that we were going to see each other on the East coast, it was like, I w- I could no longer be the girl in his phone. It was real. Mm-hmm. And he, um, you know, he sent me this, he, he, what did he, um, we talked a little bit about like what the expectations were and he was like, I don't want to let myself get too excited here. And I was like, I think you can't, like, I'm excited. I think it's okay Mm. to let yourself get excited. 
It doesn't mean that we're going to, that it has to do, you don't, you don't have to do anything about it. Just let yourself be excited and feel that. And, um, when we, and that was like the conversation where we both were like, we're going to see each other. And right after we got off the phone, he emailed me his entire itinerary for, he like had made this calendar. It was like the man's attention was beautiful. Um, he had made an entire like customized calendar listing out his entire schedule for when I was going to be on the East coast Mm -hmm. and emailed me this like beautiful message that was like, I really am so excited to see you. And this is going to be really great. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. And I want to reflect something else here. I, this is so fun retelling it because I'm just, you know, I feel like I've really been in there, Um, but the, I haven't done, you know, doing a sort of high level zooming out is so fun. Um, And the thing about that interaction that I want to reflect is that you really opened up some possibility for him to fully receive, fully surrender into and allow the beauty, the full beauty, allow himself to experience the full beauty of this in-person connection. Mm. You created a field of permission for you first and foremost, right? You just like, you're like, I'm going to let myself be excited. How fun is that? Mm. And that was, and you didn't push it on him. It wasn't like you, you didn't get upset, right? Mm. When he was sort of, uh, you know, just a little bit hesitant in not sure what to do with his energy around it. You just led with full approval and turn on and desire. And then he responded. (sighs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that reflection. I mean, it is, it is, um, really powerful to just re to replay this with you and to, to be able to like, see myself in it and see all of the work that I've done showing up mm-hmm. like stroke by stroke or, you know, like each moment mm-hmm. of the relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I really like, I mean, I'm proud of myself for so many things in this relationship. One of the things that I'm most proud of is keeping my heart open continuing to lean in, even when it was uncomfortable, even when he was pulling back, even when I felt him getting scared, even when I was getting scared, like Mm -hmm. I really kept my heart open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) I so felt that (laughs) just every single step of the way you were allowing yourself to to have your desire and to have what you had fully. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, this is the pace we're going. Right. And every single step of the way, you really stayed with yourself and with your heart. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to lose ourselves in uh inside of any relationship. Totally. 
And I even, you know, I, there were moments where I felt it, like I felt myself, I felt it getting too fast. Like this was actually right before I was about to leave for the East Coast. And our our communication was all of a sudden like every day mm-hmm. where it had been in a more like a slower, more resonant pace in the past. And so it was like every day we were talking or multiple times a day, we were texting each other and calling. And I just really felt it speeding up beyond the point I could feel my body. Mm. And so this is like, I, I, I've been in codependency recovery. And so for me, the thing that I needed to do was like, slow it back down. Mm. So I sent him a message and I requested a bit of space. I was like, I need some space. I'm still committed to seeing you and give Mm. me two days and then I'll reconnect with you. Mm. That is so powerful and so counterintuitive for most people in that situation. It's like, I'm going to be seeing this person. Shouldn't I be talking to them at all hours? And (laughs) right. And it felt like it was, it was a little bit of fear coming up. Like if, if Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. met somebody before I got there, then it would ruin all Mm -hmm. of the plans, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was like, I got to make sure that I'm, I'm front and center in his attention or, you know, in his like realm of attention or same and same with him is like, I got to make sure that she's still like thinking of me and, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. was coming up for him. So it was, it was totally coming out of fear and not desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so powerful to just slow down, go the pace that your body actually wants to go. Yep. Yep. Wow. So, okay, let's fast forward to the in-person meeting. Like what, what would you oh like gosh. to share about that? Well, I was like, it it was like I was back in high school. He came and picked me up from my parents' house. (laughs) Oh my God. And he was like, he didn't want to meet my parents. I totally get it. So my mom's like, we'll hide in the backyard and he can come Mm -hmm. pick you up. So um, I walk out and I've got like, you know, we had gotten a hotel room in downtown Mm -hmm. Baltimore for the night. So I had an overnight bag with me as he's picking me up and, um, he gets out of the car and I see him and I'm just like a little bit in shock. Like I, yeah. I couldn't, I was kind of didn't feel my body. I was just like, no, is this yeah. real? You're not on a screen. And like, just <laughs> see, you know, his height, there's just like little yeah. things that you don't get when you're virtual with somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's was like, oh my gosh, that's that you're tall. Yep. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like I dropped my bag and we just embraced each other and it was a little awkward. Cause I was like, do we kiss? Do we not? And we're in yeah. my parents' house. So we didn't kiss. We get in the car and both of us just look at each other. Like, are you real? Are you real? Like this, is this happening right now? We were both like in yeah. total shock. So he starts driving and as he's driving, he keeps looking over at me and I'm like, let's pull over and just take a second to get grounded here because this is like, this is just a lot of sensation. So we pulled over 
And we just started making out with each other. Like it just, we were just like Mm. so ready to like feel each other, you know, like really, really touch each other and feel each other. And the kissing was amazing. It was just like, so good. It felt so, so good. And my whole body was like, oh yeah, we're, we love this. This is great. Uh, (laughs) I love the pulling over part of this story. Just incredible. Uh, Again, it's me being like, let's slow down here, you know, which my, my codependent is a little bit count. It's counterintuitive to like what I actually would, what my like instinct would be. Yeah. Totally. Um, Okay. Anything else that you want to share from that, the in-person experience before (sighs) we shift to talk about the breakup? Well, the, the one thing that um, happened, so we did a one, we did one night in Baltimore and the next day we had a little picnic in Baltimore and he we're laying and listening to music and having some food. And he was like, you know, I don't want to be in a long distance relationship. And Mm -hmm. I had known this, he had said this before, but it hit differently, you know, after we had like slept together and had this like amazing night and um, yeah, it just hit differently. And I got, I got scared. Mm -hmm. I got really scared. And I started like, I felt myself closing my heart and just wanting to like not talk to him the rest of the day. Um, So we're like driving back to my parents' house. He's going to drop me off. And it was a little bit uncomfortable. And I just said to him, I don't know. So our plan was that like, if Baltimore felt good to have that one night and we wanted to see each other more, that part of my trip, I would go up to visit him in Philadelphia. Yeah. So, um, as we're driving back to my parents' house, I was like, I don't know if Philadelphia is going to be resident is not, is going to work for me. I don't know if that's going to work for me. So I need some time to think about it. He was like, okay, like take, take whatever time you need, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I spent a few days like in fear and, and going back and forth and like in my, in my, uh, head, I was just very Mm -hmm. much in my head and not in my body. And I'm like, I found myself going to my friends and my parents and being like, what should I do? Should I go up to Philly? Should I stay here? Like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm totally catching feelings and Mm. he doesn't want a long distance relationship and all this. Mm. And um, what the thing was, was that I needed to really get connected with him around it. Yeah. And share what came up for me. Hmm. And I told him, I was like, I got really scared and I felt myself closing off and um, I'm afraid of getting my heart broken. And I know I've been telling you this whole time, I'm willing to get my heart broken, but it really feels real now. And uh, he said, you know, whether you come up here or not, I'm still going to want to talk to you after this. He's like, I would be super bummed if you didn't come. And Mm -hmm. I want you to know that it won't change like our, what we, what we do moving forward. And so I was like, okay, that feels good. I guess that was the thing I needed to hear. So I was like, if it doesn't change anything, I'm going to go up there. So I went up and we had this like two days in Philly, two nights in Philly. And I had, um, 
oh, this is another thing is before we even, before I left for the East coast, we had written out a list of our desires and our fears. Mm. And that was my, that was my desire so that, so that we could really get connected around what we wanted. So we just like had, it was just really fun to play in that and like see what we each wanted and, Mm. um, yeah. And just like explore, explore some desires while we were together and all of that. So anyway, I, uh, one of my desires was to be his girlfriend for the week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Which was so triggered. It was very hard for me to say, like that was probably the most vulnerable one. It's well, it's, it's really high sensation. And again, this is not something that people just do in the world. Right. Like, oh, I just want to be your girlfriend for the week. Okay. And like really energetically lean into the energy of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's vulnerable. It's so vulnerable. It's, it's different. Yeah. It is very different from most conversations around relationships, right? It's like, you think when I'm your girlfriend, that's permanent until I'm your fiance, until I'm your wife. Right. And it's like this linear thing. Whereas I'm like, I'm just gonna be your girlfriend for a week. Like, let's do it. That's, that's what I want. So I was, he, he introduced me to his friends and his coworkers and we went out and he had his arm around me the whole week at a week, whatever, two days. It was just so lovely. We had such, such a good time. And I'm really, really glad I went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's fast forward to the trip is over. You get back to LA. You are, I I remember as your friend, you know, you were getting even more clear on desires and feelings. So yeah, share how just things started to evolve. I really, really touched my desire for partnership when I was with him for like deep connected partnership for creating a a relationship that no one's ever seen before. Mm -hmm. I felt that when I was with him and I felt a desire to have a family, to have children. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, it was something that I hadn't been connected to in a very long time and maybe ever like in this, in this way, in this very grounded way, you know, it didn't feel like we were high on each other or anything like that. Like our, it was just so smooth and grounded. Like that's how I can, that's how I can describe Mm -hmm. the, um, the connection. So we, So yeah, I got clear on that and I started writing a lot. I was journaling a lot and writing a lot. And um, he shared that he was writing a lot. And he's like, I might actually turn some of this into a letter for you. And I was like, that's so funny because I'm I'm sort of writing a letter to you also. (laughs) And he goes, would you want to exchange them at the same time? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. So there was a day where we emailed each other our letters. Mm. And, um, my, his letter, like they, oh gosh, these letters, his letter to me was so beautiful. I was just like blown away by, by how he saw me 
his attention on me and who he saw, like he really saw who I am and who I want to be and um, honored me for the way that I showed up. And it was just so beautiful. And I, I wrote him a letter, which was like the, honestly, like it was the first conversation letter, Mm. Mm. which like, I don't know if your listeners know that, but it's the less vulnerable thing, right? It's like the first thing that you say. Yeah. And the thing that gets you more intimate and more connected is actually the second conversation, the thing that's shaky that you don't want to say. The thing under the thing. The thing under the thing. So mm-hmm. I had this other postscript <laughs> that I had written after a call with my coach. And um, it was it was the real big desires in this. Mm-hmm. I said, I want a life with you. Mm. I want kids with you. I want a future. I want to, I want to dance to your music. I want Mm. to be a safety net for your deepest secrets. Mm. And I'm willing to stand for us. I'm willing to stand for our relationship. Mm. Cause it's the scariest thing I've ever done, but I just know. Yeah. And um, I shared that part with him on the phone. There was a big pause. Mm. And uh, it was like, I felt it was like as if we were you know velcroed together or something and i just felt him like unvelcro you know it was just like a, like mm-hmm. a sudden shoop, nope <laughs> i'm mm-hmm. i'm getting scared i'm closing my heart <sighs> so um we gave it like a few days to breathe this is a good it's a very good practice for me is giving things time And I just noticed my anxiety was very heightened over those three days. It's like, is he going to text me or when is he going to call? Like, I was just very, very in my anxious attachment. Right. Um, And then we reconnected at the, well, I'm talking the day today, as I'm sharing this with you, it would be, it was like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. that we reconnected. And um, I told him, I was like, I feel like you got scared on our last call. And he was like, I did. <laughs> I got scared because I, I don't want kids and I can't, I don't want a long distance relationship and I can't move there and you know all these things. And um, there were some other things that just felt hurtful that he said. And I, um, it just became very clear that I needed to end mm. the relationship. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, from over here. What I what I what I feel now, and what I felt when you told me about this initially was there was just this inner knowing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a oh, you're not available for this. So fuck you. Bye. Right. It was just a very soft 
I'm being so kind to myself to draw this boundary. Mm-hmm. And to do that, right, in the face of the other person not like not doing that or asking for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took an extreme level of self-worth to be able to say that, to be able to cut off that communication. Like I Mm. said the thing that broke my heart. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. I had to. Uh, mm -hmm. You just knew. I I think that's the other, the other thing I want to distinguish for my listeners is this kind of wisdom and knowing, like it's the kind of deep wisdom and knowing that lives in your body. Mm -hmm. It's not a like reactionary thing from your head. And there's so much love in this. Like for you and for him. I love him so much. Mm. Yeah, I really do. Mm. And um, it's like, you know, it's a very, I feel like it's a very um, sort of advanced thing to, to end a relationship, to like set a boundary that extreme and to keep your heart open. Like, I feel like I'm really, um, I feel like I'm really able, I, I learned how to balance that, how to create both. Mm-hmm. It's like, have an open heart and set a boundary and end it. (sighs) And you know, what I said to him in that like postscript and that I'm standing for this relationship, me ending the relationship was an act of me standing for the relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa, this is, this is just one of the most beautiful examples that I, that I have been witness to of like what it means to stand because standing is not manipulation. It's not control. It's not telling the other person you need to do this to make me happy. You're sabotaging everything. Like it has nothing to do with that. It is just literally being so committed to the possibility of what you see and being willing to energetically sit in and hold the possibility of what you see regardless of whatever is happening <laughs> with the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What, it's, what is it like in your body to stand for this? It's honestly, you know, right after we got off the phone and I had said, I had said, you know, we can't talk anymore and I'm, 
I'm ending this and whatever. And, uh, it was sad and we got off the phone and I had this, like, it was, it was such a mix of emotions in one sense. I was very sad. I was sort of at this, like, I thought it was the floor of grief until today when I'm like, I think I'm going even more down into my grief. Mm -hmm. But I, at the time I was like, I'm at, I'm at a floor of grief and I feel liberated. I feel alive. Mm -hmm. Like I, I feel turned on Mm -hmm. in this grief in like, do, you know, saying the thing and, um, and respecting myself and honoring myself and honoring the relationship. It's mm-hmm. this like, you know, it's this wild mix of like freedom and sadness and turn on and excitement and anger. Like it just really is this whole cocktail mm-hmm. of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and say more about turned on grief, because I imagine I might have some listeners out there who are like, what the fuck is she talking about? Is this woman, (laughs) has she lost her mind? (laughs) Oh man. Sometimes I may have lost my mind. I don't know, but I, so you really can find pleasure Mm. in all of it. Mm-hmm. There is pleasure available in in any iteration of emotion. It's usually our story that we attach to the emotion that that drives the meaning that we make of it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like sadness is a bad emotion. I'm doing air quotes. Sadness is a bad emotion. <laughs> so it means I shouldn't feel sadness. And when I feel sad, something's wrong right? Something's something's bad or something's wrong or something happened or I'm hurt. And I'm like, I feel sadness and nothing's wrong. Like it's so perfect. And, and Mm. I find that, that in, in alchemizing the sadness, like in really allowing yourself to go there and letting the sadness take you over, there's so much, it's really a fertile space to be in Mm because you're burning down a lot. So there's, then you're making space for something new to be created from that. Mm. The fertile space of grief. So hot. Wow. Paige. (laughs) What are some ways that you are letting yourself feel this breakup fully. Cause I think that's the other thing I really want people to hear, you know, and that I've totally witnessed in you is the, um, just the way that you're honoring your process. Mm. So sorry, there were a couple questions in there, but I think you get it. Yeah. <laughs> I so get it. And I love that question. Um, first and foremost, I'm letting the emotion lead the way. I'm not trying to control or manage whatever's coming up for me. So I let, if it's like sadness is coming up, cool. I'm going to let it come up rather than like trying to, you know, be in a certain box or push it away or swallow it down. 
And so I let the emotion lead the way. And then I like really connect with it. Mm. I really like tenderly, rather than judging it, I tenderly hold that emotion, you know, energetically and say, what is it? Where, like, where do you want to go from here? Mm. Sometimes it's like, like sometimes I will put on songs that he introduced me to and I'll curl up and cry. Mm. I'll be like, my, my sadness just really wants to be fully out right now, Mm. fully out and about. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll give myself space to like rage and just say the things that I didn't say to him or the things that I want him to know, or the, you know, all, all of that. And just let it, Mm -hmm. let that come out. Mm. Yeah. And then sometimes there's like creativity and joy that wants to come out and play. So it really, it's like knowing my body has been the best breakup tool (laughs) because Mm. my body just tells me when it's time to feel this and time to feel that. And I really am of service to the thing that wants to come through me. Mm. (laughs) That is just, um, that's so good. Good doesn't even describe it. It's just gorgeous. (laughs) It's just gorgeous. Wow. Um, and sisterhood. That's oh a yeah, big sisterhood. one. I can't. <laughs> say I can, something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Say something. How much say more time do we have? I've got, I've got hours worth of sisterhood content. Um, I like, I can't even, I, I don't know. I don't know where to begin with sisterhood. We, mm. um, I just, I remember coming to your house for the lingerie brunch. Oh yeah. That's a thing. We and did. we're each, what's the thing we did. It was so much fun and so hot. Yeah. And, uh, we were going around and sharing and I think it was you that was like, how's your heart. Mm. And that just like unlocked something in me and I start crying mm. and I'm like, I miss him. Mm-hmm. And you all just held me in that. You weren't trying to fix it. You weren't making it wrong. You weren't uncomfortable with me mm-hmm. sobbing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just held it, held the space for it to come through. Mm-hmm. And when you get that level of permission from another woman to feel what you're feeling, yeah. it mm-hmm. is truly medicine it's life-changing yeah well and to hold a woman like you in that space is uh it is one of the greatest honors of my life (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. We're just gonna let everybody breathe that in for a minute. Yeah. Hmm. Well, is there anything else um that 
uh, let's say there's somebody listening to this that's going through a breakup. Um, what do you want them to know? I mean, the first thing is you're not alone. Mm. Even breakup coaches go through breakups. <laughs> and the other thing is like, you know, I'm, I've been even seeing this in this process is I want it to be per, like, I want to be doing the breakup the perfect way because I'm a breakup coach and that's what I should be doing. I should be setting an example. And I'm like, no, there is no perfect way to do a breakup. Yeah. There is no, every way is going to be different. So if you're like, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you're in a, a spot of, you know, if you're in going through some heartbreak, it's, there's so many resources out there. There's YouTube videos and blogs and all kinds of things. You can like Google the, the pages of Google are endless, right? Yeah. <laughs> and take what you want and leave the rest. Mm -hmm. Cause it's easy to make yourself wrong when you're going through a breakup and to really kind of like go into shame if you're not right. doing it the quote right or perfect way. So just know that it is a messy, messy process. Yeah. And you're going to do it your own way. Mm, beautiful. Well, and if there are some listeners out there who are thinking to themselves, well, maybe I could use the support of a breakup coach. <laughs> what Call <would> me. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you like to share about um, how people can get in touch and what you have coming up in your business? Yeah. So I have currently have one-on-one -on -one coaching spots available. So private coaching, um, you can find me through my website, which is breakupbreakthrough.com. I'm also on Instagram at breakup breakthrough. And then I'm also launching a group program. So that, so that we can all heal in community, which is just the best way to move through a breakup. So I'm, um, I'm starting a group program called get your sparkle back. And yeah, that's, um, that's going to be pretty magical. Mm. I imagine so. <laughs> um, amazing. Yeah. Definitely follow Paige on all of those places, especially on Oh, TikTok and Instagram. Oh yeah. TikTok. I have, I have my whole journey yeah. in like 16 different parts on TikTok <laughs> right now. So feel free to yeah. watch that. Do not miss out on that hot TikTok and real content. <laughs> How could I have forgotten? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Paige, and for just sharing your whole heart and letting us feel you. It's stunning. It's my purpose. It really is. Mm -hmm. I feel so much better. Like I, I, you know, I just feel great. I feel really great. So thank you mm -hmm. so much for having me and for um, allowing me to heal through sharing my story. Mm. My absolute pleasure. <laughs> all right. Well, we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. 
I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, kaylinmcduff.com. See you next time.